0: hi again so hi i did back up fully into the kitchen and then the alley behind it and then my manager told me i did have to continue to serve um, oh right. so your box um your box is currently being filled with napkins um right okay the
1: box I, I, I just. Keep... I'm... don't worry yeah yeah no no, no 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 i know i know i know thanks i'm just i'm just like I'm just like mentally wondering whether I should just like, got a packet of Kleenex instead. Uh, um, no, it's fine, it's fine, it's fine. I'm, I'm sorry, if you've already you already started? some it's
0: fine, Kleenex it's fine. thrown in there as well. Like we won't. No, no. Team no
1: team. Uh, well, no. That would just be putting a hat on a hat. But um, and you know, I think that's distasteful, and you should always take one thing off before you leave the house. Um,
0: but you know no, what no, no, is no. That's fine. Do you know what is
1: very tasty? Uh, um, what? our daily blend
0: coffee. We do a new oh. one every single day and um, it changes depending on, you know, purely coincidence, maybe planning and some mm, astral premonition of who's coming into the cafe at each point. Oh, but...
1: well, that sounds exciting. I mean, I don't blend daily. I normally do it, you know, once or twice a week, sometimes on a Friday if I get booked. But yeah, sure. What, what, what's, today's, what's today's special?
0: So today's daily blend is... A cup of, how do you go about generating creative performances from inspiration to the final product? It's a bit wordy, but it does fill your mouth.
1: That is a mouthful. I better empty my mouth now. Um, And the thing that's going to come out of my mouth is going to be a kind of like, I guess I draw inspiration from a lot of places. Sometimes there'll be something in kind of culture that is, intrinsically camp and must be parodied um and if it's something that has a costume challenge to it then i will probably lean more towards that um i think i always kind of in my head say a performance should have a surprise every minute at least or or, no that's not true a performance should have three major surprises in it um, if that's burlesque, it kind of like does itself. But I think uh, otherwise, if, if it's in drag, you need I always try and have some sort of interesting prop or something cool that the costume does, or if it's a soundbite um, or some like song that comes left to field. Um, but yeah, so whenever I choose, I think I'm trying to think. So sometimes I'll choose like a character so I've got like a performance as Pepe Le Pew or I've got one as Lady Penelope from Thunderbirds or as Bruce Bogdrotter or Hormone Monstrous like there's a lot that comes in the kind of field of cosplay and then other ones that I think when I went because I studied theatre and something that I was always aware of was like Kind of signs and making interesting things happen on stage and how to represent things in minimal ways so it's like oh you can you can represent the ocean by just like uh waving a blue, a blue fabric it's like oh maybe you can just wave your arm or maybe you can just do whatever um maybe you can the... just wave at someone you know yeah and they'll be like take it oh, down to its bare essentials you it's know? the wave yeah where's katrina um and <laughs> that, as in katrina and the waves not hurricane katrina yeah. but yeah
0: (laughs) um i'm very glad you clarified that there
1: (laughs) yeah i know i should i I, (laughs) why do they always name like hurricanes after like females oh no they don't do they do they have hurricanes after males no um i believe
0: it's just like standard names and stuff Uh, um Ah. don't want baby
1: names for tropical storms um but yeah uh so uh and Another thing that I kind of realized very quickly into doing drag is that literally every single thing on the planet has drama. Like everything has, uh, every inanimate object, every person, every animal has a narrative and has a drama. If you're if it's a stapler, the staple has to get the pages pushed together, it can run out of staples. And if you wanted to, you could do a whole routine about that and about like, I don't know, um, filling yourself back up. I don't know, there's plenty of like ways you could take that um so i just kind of look at things that i think i haven't seen before i haven't seen people do which is it was a lot easier when i started drag because the drag world was it was growing big but it wasn't quite at the mass stage that it's at now um so i kind of had to accept you know what probably things will be done uh before by someone else but if i've not seen it i'll still go for it i see okay so
0: You were talking about some of the places you can draw inspiration from. What would you say is the
1: strangest place that you have drawn inspiration for a performance? Like, I think all my performances nowadays are very kind of palatable by my old standards. Uh, Like even like I've got one called Snot Girl that's about bogeys and tissues. I think that makes a lot more sense even because I was thinking, I used to think one that was very weird was like a Girl Scout got high of her cookies and then experienced the history of cookies through the medium of cartoons was like i think that was literally the name of the of the track i also did a singular cell organism once and another time i was a lemsep um one that i think is very odd is when i did a performance called diabetes the musical <laughs> um which when, <laughs> which i played like an old kind of has has-been musical writer that was coming in to pitch the idea for Diabetes the musical. Um, so I'd written some songs for it and I was like jumping back and forth playing all the characters in this like shitty thing but it was like 11 minutes long it was like very long um for so it something It fully was... become just a pitch meeting for a musical. Oh Did no yeah happens? it was like it was like the people came up and they were like are you are you doing this <laughs> musical? And I was like, no! And I was like, I was like, I, I know this, this was quite a lot for just the, the punchline of Diabetes the Musical. Like... <laughs> um, how much did you I, write for of Diabetes the Musical for this much performance I'm trying to think. I think there's three songs for... I, it's been a while, since I, a long time since I've done it. I can remember at least three songs. I think there might have been a fourth. I think I might have written four songs. Um. <laughs> nonsense.
0: That's so much, um, that is just so much effort for one singular performance as well.
1: Yeah.
0: Like, so does that affect the way that you view other performers or other performances? Do you, do you um, get engaged um, by like how much concept goes into other people's performances?
1: I mean, it seems I like def- you just have a lot of layers. Yeah, uh, like... Yeah, the thing I, I if there's an if, if I see another performer that's doing something similar to what I'm doing, I absolutely adore it. I love it because, obviously, that's kind of my favorite type because that's why I do it. Um, and I think I think initially, I think when I started drag, I was maybe a wee bit kind of internally snooty. I never admitted it to anyone. I would tell everyone they were great, but I think internally I was a bit like, mm, maybe the like. Where's the concept? <laughs> um, and uh, but I think you know as time's gone by, um, and I've like entered into other avenues, like I've been going to dance classes, and I've been like sewing and doing all the stuff that I've been doing. I'm like, okay, there's a hundred percent value, and I knew that anyway. I knew that anyway. Um, I think it's um, I think nowadays I'm drawn more to a stage presence than I am anything else. Someone that can command a stage really well with Good emotion, um, I think that overcomes concept. I think that overcomes danceability. I think that overcomes anything. I think that's the key thing that you need
0: Or to the know. ability to sell it. That's what you're more on. Yeah, sure.
1: exactly, definitely. <laughs> I think. Um,
0: Would you say that's a strength of yours, being able to you know sell? Sell. I
1: think this so. I think storyline basically. Yeah, story. I think so. I was talking to someone recently, um, and. What's that
0: like? <laughs> this is my own social, my only social interaction I get is at work. What was it like? Well, what did they
1: smell like? <laughs> oh, any details? Oh, well, um, I don't know, because we were both wearing coverings, obviously, and uh, not in each other's homes. It was a cross messenger. But in any case, um, yeah, and something I realized I don't tend to ever really do is kind of break the fourth wall so i will like. obviously i'll interact with the audience and i'll do xyz But i always like commit to the character that i'm doing 100 there's never any kind of like wink or like nudge, nudge or like Stupid face of me not taking it seriously. So even when I'm doing something completely ridiculous, like I'm being like an insect, or I'm being not in bogeys, like you know, I, it's stupid, in it. But I, I, <clears throat> I make sure that I'm being that, like embodying that thing as much as I can, and like acting it out, because I think I don't know. It's just the type of performer that I am, at least, and I think that helps.
0: Yeah, it's not like you're necessarily taking every character as serious as possible, but it's a, it's not really a nudge-nudge, wink-wink, look how ridiculous you
1: know, Yeah, Yeah. Sort of thing. It's yeah. sort of embracing what you're doing. Yeah, I think, yeah, definitely. And because there's a there's, I see a kind of like, and I think it's just, I, maybe I didn't always do this, but I, you know, I see it, whenever I see a trend, I kind of like, instinctively curve away from it, I guess, um. So when I see like Glasgow drag queens doing the kind of like meme faces and the kind of ay, ay, and like pointing at their pals and like being like oh I'm a like oh look at me I'm doing a kind of stupid performance or whatever which is great and it's funny and it's perfect um, <clears throat> but I, I, it's, it's something that I, uh, I don't do um, mm-hmm. and I think that is as well why people kind of um, do think I'm a bit nuts because they're when I'm on stage it's very persona um it's very much like i'm playing a role i'm doing what i'm doing and there's not there's i don't know maybe a kind of not always a layer of like humanity the way that some other queens have about them when they're on stage like they're like oh i'm just up here and it's me your pal that's yeah
0: in fairness, you are an inanimate object 90% of the time
1: during performances, <laughs> so that does explain a lack of humanity in that regard. Yeah, I think that's fair, and it's okay, I don't want to be human anyway. You see what they did? You see what they did to my face? <laughs> um, I don't know who I was being there, but um, yeah, <laughs> probably an old tree. Um, but yeah. Uh, I was just gonna say it just to uh, um, uh, sum up what's inside that, yeah, um just before you
0: finish off the last couple um swigs of that um what would you say is important to know when you if someone was to start trying to push boundaries and do more creative performances what would you, you say would be the best way to go about taking um having like a really good inspiration but not knowing where to
1: go with it yeah where I how think, would you say the best we did complete I that think, i think for years i definitely I, I i think i looked at everything that made up a drag performance and like deconstructed it and i probably deconstructed excuse me too much uh, to the point where i was uh making these like 14 minute 20 minute numbers of like spoken word mixed with a million things and I think that while I thought that was fun and I think some people were along for were enjoying it and stuff I think it I think it does alienate a lot of people so I think whenever I do slots now my numbers nowadays are a lot more palatable so I and I, I don't feel like I've lost anything in doing that and like cutting it down and making them more kind of streamlined um So I think you find inspiration. If you've got your inspiration, yeah, I think I think it comes back to what I said earlier about finding the drama in whatever it is you've done. If you want to, if you're like, oh, it would be really cool. Like I've got this fabric and I want to dress up like I'm a pair of curtains or something. Be like, well, curtains get opened. Curtains like um, have to be sewn. The I don't know, curtains are maybe a bad decision, (laughs) but you know, I think just look at the narrative of the object or the crazy thing that you're doing. Even if you're not doing a thing, you're being like a concept or like something that's not physical in this world. Um, I think pinpoint it, make sure it's fun and make sure you're not overwhelming the audience with a kind of niche, backstory that doesn't have a payoff you can go like if you want to go niche and go like heavy in the narrative you just need to make sure that there's enough of a payoff to justify how kind of out there you've gone and a payoff can be like a great song that resonate that uh, subverts itself or a proper trick or something but yeah
0: okay well um just before we finish off do you have any final thoughts about um how to go about generating creative performances just before um, we... just before you finish that I... last second up
1: there <laughs> um yeah oh i'm just like rimming the rim with my rimming finger right now um rimming I the think... rim
0: with your ring finger
1: No, my rimming finger. No, I'll never get married. Partly because I'm I'm allergic to metal. I'm actually allergic to coffee as well. But, you know, nonetheless. Uh, I think I would... Don't look for inspiration on your Instagram. Um, I think what you'll always get there is dead ends and frustration. And you'll just end up copying people and being stuck in a kind of pool of someone else's creativity. I think look to other things. I like nature documentaries. I really like the insect episodes. They're so good. Uh, And do what, I don't know, just like I think sometimes I would back when I was like creating uh, Mother Chakra and creating like new performances every week. I'd literally just everywhere I was walking, I was just looking at things like, what could be a number? What could be a number? What could, and, be, and then I'd literally be like, oh, batteries. I'm gonna be a battery. Okay. What? Okay. What else could be a number? What else could be a number? I'm like, oh, that. then you know, it, it all does, um and, and 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 draw from different places as well. I think. Uh, I th- I think um, something that I've done is uh, I've definitely because I think when I started I was very like I want to be cutesy in and kawaii but I've definitely made my brand uh, more um, diverse than that which is probably like a bad thing from a marketing perspective to be quite honest but I, I don't know it makes me happier to have like a wide range of like looks and things that I can do um, and I think as a result it's improved me as a performer definitely. so yeah don't be... Yeah, don't be afraid to go off brand. It'll always surprise an audience. Yeah.
0: Okay, well, thank you very much for that. Um, You did mention you were allergic to coffee, so I am going to run and get you an EpiPen because there is some oh, swelling going on right now, and I just thought that was your face.
1: Oh, now I feel no. oh, yeah, it does this sometimes, but yeah, um, just, yeah, if you just get that ASAP, it'll like stop the dying um, quite quickly, that'd be great.